Namaste, Raven Elizabeth, talking today about archetypes. Have a new podcast coming out with my friend Kaki from Pacifica Graduate Institute. We're going to launch it here on the 19th on Anchor and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Sister Wives of Hillman, we both love, love the founder of Archetypal Psychology at Post Jungian Thought. Um, school of Thought, rather, James Hillman, brilliant, brilliant man. So, super excited to launch that podcast here soon with her, and we're going to use that Hillmanian lens, but also, you know, archetypal psychology and analytical Jungian psychology and critical theory. Um, so many different lenses. We'll be talking in detail about that on that podcast, but we're pretty excited. So, here we go today, looking at the archetype of the wounded healer. So many people I know fall into that, including myself. And it's a really beautiful archetype. And the thing with archetypes is they often don't show up alone. They show up in pairs and there might be this auspice of the wounded healer archetype, but then underneath it, some subfields, smaller archetypes rather. Like for me, it would be like being blind, or I don't even like that term, but blind blindness, kind of under the auspice of the wounded healer. And I think it's really important because I do have that Chiron there. I think, what is it in? It's in Gemini. Um, But subverting it, being the healer of wounds and really finding the beauty and the scar tissue and the scars and all those battle wounds, whatever it is you've been through that makes you who you are. But not being sucked in by the archetype, allowing the archetype to merge with you at times, to embrace you, to love you, to teach you, to live within your psyche, and to feed you information from your unconscious. But also, you don't have to always be labeled just as that. I don't like being labeled just as like, oh, there's this person, like, she's she's like a doctor, but she can't see. And it's like, I, I don't want that. I don't want to be sucked always into that wounded healer. So I want to be the healer of wounds. And so what does that actually mean? I don't even know fully, but it feels right. And that's what I mean, fed through my psyche. So here's where I'm going with it is that... We are here, and this is all from Hillman's work over the years, his long, beautiful, lustrous career in psychology of, um, we're not homo sapiens, we're homo staticans. We are here to be in awe and wonderment of all the beauty of nature, and we are nature, to take therapy from inside the body to outside to nature, and that every single thing has a soul fragment, a living spark, a life force, and to honor and recognize that. Nature doesn't begin on the outskirts of town where we say, here's the city limits. Now you're in nature. You're always in nature. And and that could mean embracing the cement sidewalks in the buildings. It could mean being in the grass like I am right now in the Mesa in Santa Barbara, California. There's so many options. And to live as a homo aesthetican is to be in awe and enjoy the beauty of the world. And the way that we get so disconnected from that, and I use that word disconnected a lot as a chiropractor, because I see it, these subluxations, these misalignments, where people's nervous systems are no longer online fully or optimized, leading to poor health. But that disconnect is also a numbing. And so there's so many ways, and I'm gonna look at it through this way I look at subluxation, misalignment, and chiropractic, trauma, toxins, thoughts, and technology. 
So here's how we numb ourselves. It's this anesthesia that's out there wanting to pull us in, numb us so that we are disconnected. But we don't have to be there. We can be free and be connected. There's a concept. Freedom through connection. Kind of crazy. All right. So first, we have trauma. This could be repetitive motion. You're sitting at your computer all day long using the mouse on the right-hand side, not getting up, not moving. Repetitive motion trauma. It could be from birth, a really traumatic birth. C-sections are trauma to the mother and to the baby. The next one could be, you know, something acute. You train, you sprain your ankle, you you get in a car accident. Like there's so many different forms of trauma. Emotional, physical, spiritual. Next big category though here is toxins, which you cannot always avoid. So that's gonna be air pollution, water pollution, conventional, GMO foods, all those things. And also could be a pharmaceutical drug because the FDA says that this is not a drug unless it has a side effect. So trauma and toxins. The next one is thoughts. And this is where I see our society we really need to focus on because of stress, anxiety, fight or flight, sympathetic dominance all the time. And so we get pulled into those stress patterns and they really do become patterns because neurons that fire together will wire together. So we have trauma, we have toxins, we have thoughts. The last one is technology. That is a huge disconnect. In our effort to connect to more and more people, thousands of people we don't even know on social media, we disconnect from ourselves within our own bodies into the people around us, having real human connection, but also real nature connection with the living universe, or even to just acknowledge this table in front of me has soul fragments, has pieces in it of the life force of sparks of life. And maybe I should honor it a little bit more and give gratitude that I have this beautiful table or whatever it is, taking that time. So when we're in that anesthesia, that state away from the aesthetics, that's such a numbing down, dumbing down approach to being in the world. And so it's one thing to eat a raisin in a class and mindfully you know, oh, here's the raisin, it has all these wrinkles, now I'm going to taste it, oh, it's kind of sweet, blah, blah, but that's just for a moment, and that's great, but like, what if we lived more like that and embraced all of our senses, and we're fully open to the aesthetics of everything around us and within us, and how beautiful would this world be, because we'd, and it already is beautiful, but it's just acknowledging and being with that beauty and seeing it but not through our physical eyes but through our heart space and through our third eye so it's a different perspective and so we switch that back to this wounded healer being the healer of wounds to say yes I've been through all of this I had this trauma this drama whatever it was and I do fall into this and connect with the archetype of being a wounded healer and that is beautiful and that's part of my soul contract and I'm so grateful to have that within me and around me but also, I don't have to be fully labeled as that. I can be the healer of all wounds for other people. And you're not actually healing people. You're advocating, facilitating for their healing. That's what I always tell my chiropractic patients is, I'm going to remove this interference in your nervous system because your body knows how to heal. And it knows how to do that through your chi, your life force, your prana, your innate intelligence flowing through the whole body to every 70 trillion cells that make up your being. So the healer of wounds. So what labels are you giving yourself? How can you subvert them and look at them just from a different angle, even if it's just for a moment to kind of change your viewpoint, change your life? So I, I really encourage you to adjust your thinking here. 
get your nervous system on board, get adjusted, get body work, ground down with the earth, be one with nature and acknowledge that you are nature and then you'll start seeing the beauty in every single thing you encounter. Namaste.